0: I'm Nels Anderson. And I'm Jesse Turner. And welcome to Terminal 7. Hey Nels. Hey buddy. What's going on? We're here, big episode 8080. Uh probably 80 of 84. Wow. Probably, potentially, Sure.
1: hopefully, eighty-four. We'll let's we'll let, see. Let's, That's not a
0: bad number. No, it's That's it's a pretty good number.
1: It's, it's pretty decent. Yeah. You know, with I thought we thought initially we'd get to like a dozen. That's <laughs> right. Or something. Uh, but yeah. Here we are talking about
0: one half of the final expansion for Netrunner, the, Feel, the, the last ever. Man,
1: it feels weird saying that.
0: It does. It, it really was. Does. I'm not gonna lie. It was a little bit melancholy popping open that rain and reverie box. Sure. The other night, it was like, oh man, cuz I very deliberately as I try to do, not looked at any of the spoilers. I mean, there's like the one's that yeah up on it. Nelson's always been a big
1: proponent of, of like yeah, yeah, somehow dodging the internet. So
0: there was stuff in there that I'd never seen before and I was like, oh, this is exotic. Oh, this is exciting. Oh, this is the last time oh, this, this will big. ever happen.
1: I can't wait till more cards get sent. It's, still... <laughs>
0: yeah. it's cool. I think we're going out on a pretty high Nope. Definitely. Good
1: job. It's gonna be very guys. exciting. And we're gonna start our we're gonna start right here with the corp yeah. side. Where are we? Nels we're on top of a crazy building. Ah, the crowd. They're they're throwing some kind of ball around. They're playing a ball. They're, they're sports metal! metal. <laughs> I, I really hope that they just kind of combined all sports.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, is like is sports metal the name of the actual game? Of the team, the subsidiary. I think they're... of the of the company that owns the team. Yeah, like what's the name of the game? Is it just football? Is it future ball? Is it <laughs> is it like Robo ball? Foot? But yeah, it's like <laughs> there's a lot of questions. And sweet very though, few
1: answers. Is this one word? I love that sports that's metal. Sports that's, metal that's sweet. Despite
0: the way it's presented on the side of this football shaped stadium. I mean, uh,
1: what I love about this football-shaped stadium is like there's a lot of buildings around there that are somehow bigger than it, but that's like that's, that's showing the, how crazy it is over there. Yeah,
0: know? it's uh, it is ridiculous in a way that I adore.
1: Right now, now, now that we're up here, what does this thing even do? So, sports metal. What <laughs> <laughs> I want Nels to be the voice of sports metal.
0: When an agenda is scored or stolen, gain two credits or draw two cards. Wanted, Wanted
1: it more. more. Sports medal. Sports medal. So, so, you can
0: definitely get in. It would be pretty wacky. Sorry, this. I don't know why this was the first interaction I thought of, but if someone hits you with indexing, they got to be really careful where they put those agendas, right? Because if they put two
1: right next to each other, <laughs> and you get the draw, they through. steal the
0: top one. You just like draw the second one. So they're like, <laughs> oh, do they interleave them? But then you don't. But then you don't draw it. So then you just take the money. So that that follow up they did with two turning wheel counters or whatever doesn't get the agenda anymore. It's it's interesting.
1: Yeah. So what uh, what are you seeing? We're doing with this guy? Are we doing some like?
0: And this is just a this is a straight up tempo agenda. Yeah. Right. Where it's just like you know, either either you're scoring and you don't have to lose pace, you can just keep friggin' scoring, or if you get behind, you can you can recover a bit without needing to burn your own turn doing it.
1: Yeah. And now we have um a lot of those ag- ag- agendas that. Uh, proc if they're scored or stolen with a bonus that this even yeah. this, this doubles down on those so
0: yeah you score an ssl endorsement and then
1: you also get two on top of it yeah or uh, or two two fresh cards yeah or so what's what's super cool about this is like the idea of like uh the ebb and flow of a netrunner game is like the court puts in a lot of resources and then squeaks an the agenda out but that's yeah. just kind of your tempo just keeps going you just kind of keep going <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Keep... it's pretty
0: cool i mean obviously you know if you're all your
1: stuff's getting peeled away by film critic which
0: <laughs> given that high prevalence of, of, of Scorpios right now, um, seems like actually a, a potentially very good choice for your restricted card. <laughs> yeah. you Playing Shaper, at least. Um, and I can turn this off, which is a bummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, this gets e strike yo sad. Um, but in general, like, just as a cool tempo agenda, it's uh, as a tempo ID, it's very interesting. The question seems to be, like, what do you want your agenda suite to be? Sure. Because you don't want, like... 15 one-point agendas right <laughs> nope. but it's also it's like if you just had like eight three-pointers probably also not great um this is just to think about like what a good agenda suite for this thing is i mean maybe you go three gfis and then round out the rest because if you get those gfi stolen it's not as bad plus you get the ability off this thing that can be interesting
1: maybe yeah for sure speaking of an agenda that you might want to Cram in this yeah. uh, sports medal. Sports medal. We're looking at hyperloop extension. This is just this is this is just getting the, the sky train closer to the sports medal. I think correct. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a three-one expansion. When hyperloop extension is scored or stolen, the corp gains three. Um, yeah. Our analysis shows significant support from both the public and private sectors. So, yeah.
0: so this was the ID. You just you score this and you get five credits.
1: Yeah. So all all the money put in, you get back and a little bit on. That's top. almost a hostile takeover, but without the bad pub. That's true. And
0: obviously you can't score it from yeah, hand. You can't
1: score from hand, But
0: still, still pretty yeah. cool stuff. And the fact that it goes regardless of whether or not it's scored or stolen, pretty nice. Yeah, definitely.
1: Now we're looking at um uh the ice that they got, mills. So this is a yeah. barrier. And what does this do? Uh, meridian.
0: Yeah, oh man, it's so weird. Uh so it's 3 to res, right. 4 <laughs> trash, 3 influence. So those numbers are pretty good. Um gain 4 credits and end the run unless the runner adds meridian <laughs> to his or her score area
1: as an agenda worth negative one point <laughs> what a weird sub a yeah. sub that the ice jumps into the runner's <laughs> agenda area
0: yeah like you make money from resing it or it's a she queue <laughs> i guess like it's weird you know it's like it's four strength for three res so it's relatively taxing right um yeah it's I mean, it's the kind of thing where it's like, you know, if the everyone just says, okay, screw it. I don't care. I'll just eat this negative agenda so I can keep indexing you. Well, that sucks. Sure. But otherwise, I do The numbers on those ain't bad.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, and it's weird because this is just like a barrier. It's not really a, like, a, it's not a barrier. It's not a traditional thing we've seen from yeah. HB. So the sports bill guys are pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. And it, you know, it doesn't, uh like, with, there's other cards that roll on in that also synergize with the number of agenda points, agenda cards in the runner score area. So as another, cause HB doesn't have any of those natively, right? Like right. They, don't, they don't have she queues or news teams or whatever. So a way to feed these things is interesting.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, we also, speaking of more weird ice out of HB, HB, like HB, like kind of went out, uh, in like a flash. Yeah. Right?
0: <laughs> cause it, all, if, if you'll know zero bioroids, that's right. No bioroids. <laughs> Just a bunch of weird other stuff, which is all actually kind of
1: rad. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it's, I really like it. It's pretty cool. Tell the, me about the the gatekeeper. This one's gatekeeper. It's a great. It's a super cool looking like lion door knocker. By our pal Liga, yeah, who's just like she's just our pal because we say it. I don't think she. Correct. She has she, no she idea. Does, who has know you. know oh, who we are. Uh It's a three cost, zero strength codegate. That's but? not that's not very good at all, Dells. But gatekeeper has plus six strength if you res it this turn. First up, draw up to three cards, reveal up to three agendas in HQ and our archives, then shuffle those agendas into R and D, and then. End the run. I was chuckling because the, the sub. I don't really get this flavor. Do you understand the reference? Oh yeah, buddy. What's it from?
0: Knock knock.
1: Oh, uh, got it. It's okay. a door knocker. Yeah, it's banana. Banana, banana, who. banana who? Okay, I yeah. get it. <laughs> Orangey glad. I didn't Not say banana. <laughs> glad didn't okay, say fine. Banana. It's, it's 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 good. Yeah. So 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 here we have something that maybe de resing actually is kind of neat because it re- yeah because it loads it be, it will be strong forever. Yeah. It'll, um, and that effect, the fact that it's
0: got an ETR on it as well, mm-hmm. is real good. Like you get this weird, like pseudo Jackson effect. That's also just filtering a bunch of cards you want. And even, even if you're not flooded, like your choice of three cards, and you can you can, if you get pull up one agenda, you can toss it and then rescue a couple from the bin that probably got clan vengeanced mm-hmm. uh, or something. Is not bad. I mean, this as ice on the archives, especially if you're playing against an anarch. Well, that's great. Sure, right? So you go to face check it, you're like, okay, this thing is strength six. They're like, oh, black orc. <laughs> oh no. Um, and then you get some stuff back. You sling it away, and then
1: you also they didn't even make a successful run. Cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool actually. Great. Now, now with all this power we have. Speaking yeah. of de-resing. Speaking of de-resing, Uh, what's uh this card here? Its operation. Divert power is a two to play
0: one influence HP operation you derez any number of cards, you may rez a card, lowering its res cost by three for each card you derezzed this way.
1: I actually love the flavor on this one mm. a lot. If
0: that doesn't work, <laughs> try reversing the polarity.
1: Reversing the polarity or creating a tachyon pulse is yep. all you needed to survive That's all you in, need. in the world of Star uh, Trek.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's... It's okay.
1: Yeah, like I, again, like I, I I see Gatekeeper has this cool ability that derezzing it's kind yeah. of like neat that you're reloading it. Uh, but maybe you res a lot of small things and then get out a crazy. Yeah, The exp- question
0: is like, what are you resing Yeah. <laughs> it's like a giant piece of ice. That's cool. But that means you're definitely not like surprising their own face, checking them with it. And any like asset or upgrade. It's like, well, you're only going to like, what are, you, are you resing the root? Like maybe there's some weird deck that like you use, you use this to res the root for free and then you can re res with the root crack I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, if you're getting a bunch of free reses off Architects of Tomorrow, and then you can use this to de-res and then res another bioroid, which will then trigger your ID ability again. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, maybe that's... Oh, no, no, wait. That's only when the runner passes. It's not just when you res a bioroid. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. It's interesting. It's weird. It's kind of like... what <laughs> again? What? again
1: with the the sad part about it, I'm sure they weren't designing these cards with the idea that they're game was being cut short probably not <laughs> so it's kind of like man this is gonna be this like <laughs> like, 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 like yeah our deck is gonna be so good and it's and like, like oh well that's nuts
0: well you can make it work with what you've got and that's it
1: yeah um looks like we have a card that actually does work with our, our pal meridian yes this is fast break cost for operation gain x credits draw up to x cards install up to x cards in and or protecting a single remote server paying all install costs x is the number of agendas in the runner's score area oh my he's on fire so and you'll note that in this image robot looks like
0: the yeah the robot or bioroid has the ball in its hand and the ball looks pretty round
1: which mm. is
0: not at all the shape of the Sports Metal Dome. That's true. Um, <laughs> That's true. But it says Sports Metal. Sports Metal. On the screen. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly what to make of it. It's a very... Maybe it's a game that has multiple sizes of balls.
1: Maybe it's... I, th- I like to think that it's every sports every ball sport. at once. All of them. If they're using Byroids, come on. It's true. Like, That's right. Not not. It's going to be not a problem. Uh, but yeah, this is... I mean, again, it's the kind of thing where it's like, well, you need to feed a decent amount. Because let's say this this thing costs four. If they have three or four agendas that aren't a Meridian, like, uh... Yeah. What's neat about this is it looks like he's going for a Hail Mary-style thing. Yeah, totally. So
0: it's like, this is definitely a late-game recovery card that can pay a lot. But, like, the most you're probably... Yeah, the most you're probably going to get with it without losing is like, like, did four a, or five? Did all your
1: meridians go into his? Yeah. Th- I don't know. I mean, the other
0: thing is, like, you can pack some domestic sleepers and feed that to the runner, where you don't have to worry, sure, right? Because they're worth nothing to them, Um and that can also, I guess, I guess that's probably their closest equivalent, to like a news team or whatever. And you can you can use that to feed the runner, so it's like, oh, well, maybe it's okay,
1: because um, because you are getting a pretty crazy turn, bit of money to bounce bounce back the four cost and. Just a lot of installs and a lot of things. Yeah, so. yeah maybe. yeah Oh, Nels, this However, is However, this... <laughs> this is so crazy. Yes. What's this... What's this, Nels? Game Changer. This is like Time Walk. This is like... Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a six credit operation. It's actually trashable. Trashable for two. Mm-hmm. And what you do is you gain one click for each agenda in the runner's score area. Remove Game Changer from the game instead of trashing it. Uh... So that's good. It's a a
1: crazy good <laughs>
0: biotic labor.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, although in this, also in this rendering, it seems that the players aren't...
1: Robots. Ro- aren't bioroids. Aren't biroids. And they're also the... The something swordfish? The New Angeles swordfish. New Angeles
0: swordfish. Okay. Interesting. So, I mean, of course, everything in Rain and Reverie takes place in Chilo. So maybe this is actually the away team. Ooh, okay. okay. The New Angeles swordfish have come into town to play. Whoever the Chilo locals
1: are, what? Maybe that's them. The the the, the, Chilo, the locals. Chilo locals. <laughs> yep, it's canon now. Yep, the locals are playing the locals. Um, what 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 is needed is like the 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 warfare that's happened now is basically all this franchise stuff, all this like sports stuff. Right? Yeah, there's nothing really like sleazy hand with yeah. HB. They're just like, this is just what we're doing. Like, yeah. I mean,
0: it's kind of cool that they tied like they had this stuff kind of planted all the way back in Sansan San with team sponsorship. Yeah, definitely. Right, so it's kind of like okay, well they've been kind of made like HB. Oh, it's like oh, they they make very efficient construction robots. Also, they just like back sports teams. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of cool. That's right. Um, yeah. I mean, as a weird alternative to biotic labor, Uh, this one's
1: good. Yep. Well, but even if they, even if he has two agendas, score, you score a four star, two out of hand. Yeah, that's yeah, that, that's
0: pretty. Huge. If they have three in their scoring area, you can score a five three out of hand.
1: Yeah. I mean, like obviously it's expensive as hell. Sure, but biotic labors are played all the time, and they're causing they still got four. Yeah,
0: exactly. So it's like, <laughs> and you know if. Your you got your good recovery that you're bouncing off of from sports metal yep and potentially scoring you're gonna be also an ssl or something yeah, right you're, you're gonna have the money. you can get you money back real that's, quick
1: that's right um so yeah this so, super cool it is, is a game changer. pretty good aptly named yeah very and like cool. you know
0: as as like uh oh you're behind It's like just a thematic thing yeah but like oh Operation is behind their team is behind the runner has a lot more points but then all of a sudden you like burst out, and out of nowhere in this like comeback turnaround yeah. thing
1: call call the time out
0: get everybody yeah. in do the huddle is and then pretty cool <laughs> very cool is pretty cool <laughs> um
1: yeah i think it's quite good yeah uh and finally where are they all playing in uh this this if it's
0: not the sports this looks like okay so this
1: is a baseball diamond <laughs> Yes, this is definitely a baseball diamond.
0: But it's like, is that the is it the exact shape of a baseball? I guess it probably is.
1: Sure. I wonder if this is a real place. Uh, Giordano, Giordano yeah. Memorial Field. Yeah,
0: I wonder if that's like an actual location. To Maybe you
1: you, know. you look at that and I'll describe yeah, this, this Memorial Field. A three cost upgrade, unique upgrade, three to trash. Whenever there's a successful run on this server, end the run unless the runner pays two. For each agenda in his or her score area, the world changed. Concession prices did not. This is kind of neat because it feels like the runner's like running the bases. He has to go through like all of his different agendas to make it work. Right. So, so the runner pays two for each agenda in his or her scored area. Wow. So that can get like a pretty expensive server to get through here. Yeah. So it feels like uh, it's like being caught in a line or something, too, which is super cool.
0: I wonder. Oh, man. I wonder. Huh, interesting here's the part where we get a lot of very salty emails um so there is a pizza joint in chicago that's giordano's or is it spelled the same way g-i-o-r-d-a-n-o it is oh, oh. <laughs> uh and of course they serve um deep chicago's dish? deep dish quote unquote pizza yeah which is not pizza it's, it's a ju- pie. It's, it's, it's like, just a casserole. It's a cat. Yeah. It's a goddamn casserole. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, I see. The saltiness. is, is going to no, so from... here's, here's where we get 400
0: <laughs> emails. But like, seriously, it's like that thing, it's like three inches. D- it, it's, it's, it's the first time I legitimately had like real good. I mean, it was good. I'm not going to say it's bad. The first time I had Chicago DBS, I was like, is this some kind of weird lasagna? Like, what is this? Um, I enjoyed it, but it's, it's not pizza. Uh, but yeah, as, so maybe in the future, Giordano's no longer exists, <laughs> except in, oh, in memoriam in this weird baseball field. Man, they
1: moved a lot of pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> if they managed to get a boom. <laughs> yeah,
0: I guess. Um, but yeah, as an actual effect, this is like crazy red herrings. Sure. Right? Because again, it's like, okay, the runner has two in their score area. They're basically paying red herrings. If they have three. They're paying even more. And then from there it just gets worse, right? Um and the fact that like you know, you can set up a relatively taxing server, the runner does some math, they're like, Okay, I'm pretty sure I can get in that. Um, and then you're like surprised, pay out four or six more credits. Oof. Woof.
1: Yeah, so so that's why this is just a little bit a little bit pricey. But again, sports medals bouncing back with all their credits anyway. So yeah, yeah, totally three isn't crazy.
0: Yeah. And if the runner does manage to score off of this, it's like, okay, they have enough money to score that to pay to score that agenda. They probably aren't gonna have enough money left to trash this. You get your two bucks back from sports metal, you just cram another agenda into that server and go for it again, right? Yeah. yeah. Um maybe you intentionally bait Hyperloop extension as a three five runner goes in, nicks it, you get paid five bucks. <laughs> they they're near now
1: near broke, they're, they're only totally have broke. one
0: point, and then you slam the five three in Yeah, there. there we go. Cool. Um, See, so it's got a lot of flexibility.
1: That's that's pretty cool. And I mean, and like, yeah, it's it's cool. That's up, upgrade, so even early game, you can just use it to bluff out. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Good it's kid memorial
0: stuff. of weird
1: weird pizza casserole. Pizza, pizza it's some kind of pie. Some kind of weird casserole. And that's it for sports metal. That's right. Um we're gonna be going on to our pals in red now. Yeah. What's this? Saraswati mnemonics. Okay. okay. Um
0: it is a Genteca Division forty five fifteen. Uh you may spend a click and spend a credit to install a card from HQ in a remote server, then place one advancement token on it. You cannot score or res that card until your next turn begins. So, important thing to note is the card itself does not need to be advanceable.
1: No, you just, you're, you're just, just installing putting tokens to on stuff. And you put a token on it. Finally, <laughs> to the ultimate techie Bluffness. Yeah! <laughs> <It's> just...
0: <laughs> um, to be perfectly honest, I am not super into, like, the kind... So each... It, it is kind of cool in that the through the through the corporations especially i think even more so than the runners um they have like a very specific through line in this last expansion like hbs is all about like late game turnaround comeback stuff sure jentech is all about like manipulating the advancement tokens on stuff Mm -hmm. and i'm I'm less into that into that I i see um yeah but saraswati uh you know obviously it's a Nice click compression, right? Like it's not install advance. Yep, you do it one all click, in one action. All once, yep, it doesn't have to be an advanceable thing. You know, you can basically like, in you can you can install, install and upgrade, and then still like get one token on a nisei ready to score in your next turn. Um, so it's,
1: it isn't the style of Jinteki you like.
0: It's not really. I mean, it's it's, it's interesting. It's just like it's so much. It's either a ton of guessing game stuff, or your opponent is playing forty-one nine or something else, and they have a bunch of expose effects. Right, and then your thing is use is kind of useless. <laughs> and either way, you're you're not doing good because look with the whole cannot score a res. It's like okay, well you can't even use this to cheese with NGO front. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> um, so it's like eh, okay. So what do you, I mean, you're putting it on traps or maybe agendas, but you're just doing the, is it a trap, is it an agenda thing where it's like, it's okay. I don't know. I just haven't seen, even with the other kind of support cards in here, it's, it's a little bit tricky to imagine like what a really singing version of this deck looks like, but hey, I might be wrong.
1: Okay. Okay. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Um, It does come with a real (laughs) expensive agenda, real expensive, (laughs) real weird, but pretty cool agenda. Uh, we got Jumon. Jumon, that's right. Jesse, tell me all about Jumon.
1: It's, we're going back to mandatory upgrades style with a 6-2, which is very, very, very powerful, very hard to score. And of course, we've all been there when we actually managed to score that 6-2 and how, oh, how the game changes. And here we go. It's a research agenda. When you, when your turn ends, place two advancement tokens on a card installed in a server. (laughs) Just put two advancement tokens on it.
0: Yep. Just put. Uh, initially, I'm like, oh, when you score, you get to put two. I'm like, that seems like not great. Like, like, oh, no, no, every- no, wait, <laughs> it's forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's for the rest of the game. Um, I mean, you need to have targets, but that's it. Sure. You just need to have a target. Um, again, it's placing advancement tokens, so the thing itself does not have to be advanceable, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Unlike uh, Saraswati, mm-hmm. you can just leave an NGO front in something. At the end of your turn. You put two things on it. As soon as the run turn begins, you res, click trash, and you get eight bucks. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. So it's like, but six for two. Whew, and that's, that's, a, that's a big pricey boy. Although like if, if anyone can do it, Jinteki has the sneakiest ways of doing but it, yeah, especially right? Especially like, with
0: Saraswati where you're like, is this just a crazy Gene Splicer June bug? Or is it a Jumon? Ha! Yeah. Right. Project Jumon. <laughs> surprise which is it surprise um, surprise yeah. uh juman is itself uh a japanese word for like an incantation or a spell or a charm or something okay. which is which is kind of
1: cool oh
0: yeah i guess that's what they're
1: like uh they got that at the bottom there
0: yeah cool stuff cool yeah. stuff
1: who's uh who's who, who's helping out mnemonics here now uh, we
0: also got apis keeper esobel um it's uh for trash asset character when your turn begins. You may remove an advancement token from an installed card to gain three credits. Um, so, again, you know, if you're going in for this whole like manipulating advancement token counters thing, it's not bad. Like, I think this would be a lot more interesting as an effect if it were an operation, just because like you got to get this lady down.
1: Yep, you got to protect her. You got to protect her. She's an asset. So, and then yeah,
0: where it's like with, I mean, it's different because it's just on ice, but with something like mass commercialization. You know it's like oh it just
1: fires yeah. instantaneously right and, and this is i guess since sundu has gone right so this is like
0: yeah it's true i mean like if you can get this to fire regularly you can turn around a lot of money and if you're getting your weirdo installs off of Saraswati's ability it's like okay well you spent you spent one credit but now you're getting two back except maybe you raised some of the runners time because they went for the it's like okay it's, it's interesting it's just hard to imagine this being the back it's like, it's not going to be your econ backbone. Right. Yeah. Um, I guess unless if you put this in tenon, maybe, cause then you can just keep pooping your tenon tokens on like any card, and just, ice, runners cards, whatever. And then just pull it back and you're in, you get that for free. So maybe that's actually the most interesting place where this goes is in tenon. Is in tenon. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, cause that, that's, what's free. That's just value. Yeah. That could be interesting. Maybe, hmm. uh, I assume that these are all like bioengineered bees. Yeah, right. And the fact that they're presumably apis, like apis, like the Latin word for bee. Oh, there we go. Apiist, apiary, beekeeper. (laughs) Yeah,
1: perfect. Um, I was like, oh, that's cute. Actually, like, actually has a digital beekeeper mask. It looks like a digital... Maybe it's like a weird laser mask. It keeps out the electronic bees. It's like, why did we program them to sting? Why did we engineer them to sting? Yeah. Um, Tell me about Neurostasis. Okay. Neurostasis is zero-cost ambush. We We all like those. One to trash. Neurostasis can be advanced. We all love these ones. If you pay three credits when the runner accesses Neurostasis, choose one installed runner card for each advancement token on Neurostasis. Uh, the runner must shuffle those chosen cards into the stack. Yikes! Okay. Yeah. So that's it's like it's 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 even better than that. Put on, put it on top. Right. That's slow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But this, this is, is like, like it's just gone. It's just kind of gone. Yeah.
0: Um. I mean, for anything that builds up counters, obviously, like if you use this to nick out a fully loaded clan vengeance or turning wheel or something, woo, woo, you're happy, yeah. happy about that one for sure. Um, even if you use it to bin like they one black orchestra or whatever. And now, you know, you got a scoring window mm. that can be good too. Mm-hmm. Um, and unlike so many, unlike aggressive secretary where you're trash in the programs or whatever, like there's basically, as far as I'm aware, there's no effect in the game that prevents shuffling back into the stack. No, right? it's just like, it's just gone. <laughs> yeah. You can find it again eventually, but for now it gone.
1: Yeah. And um, you're, you're going to have to blow your tutor stuff out that you might've even done to get the thing out in the first place. Right.
0: Yeah, Exactly. So that's pretty cool. Okay,
1: neat, neat little—not not dangerous, but very, very aggravating ambush. Yeah. What's his next card here, Nels? We
0: got Otoroshi.
1: Okay, okay. It looks like some kind of some kind of a Japanese ghost climbing some wall. kind of yokai. Yep, some kind of yokai. Sure
0: is. Um, that's exactly what it is. In fact, uh, so what it is is a delightful piece of ice. The uh, tutores, five strength sentry. That's two influence. Yeah. It's only just got the one sub. But what it does is you may place up to three advancement tokens on a card installed in a server. If you do, the runner accesses that card unless he or she pays three. Wow. Um, Which is interesting.
1: I'm going to pay three, though. So it's yeah, kind of like it's a built-in like, tax.
0: That's pretty taxing because they don't want. I mean, they can always just kind of pay three not to. Yep. But, get
1: but, yeah, but What is great is also you have three advancement tokens on right. something.
0: <laughs> right. So that's like oh, is that an agenda you were bluffing? Yeah. Was that a you know now yeah you, you got some money to get off of um, the beekeeper The, the beekeeper lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know maybe that that fake maybe you're importing that fake government takeover cards. <laughs> um, that might actually be kind of interesting. You slow roll that with all kinds of weirdness and then turns it through, to that. And that might be worth it maybe. Huh. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's, again, I, I mean, it's especially, I mean, you got to be going all in on this weird advanced yep. token manipulation thing. But if you are, I mean, that's okay. You know, <laughs> that's, not, that's not, that's not bad. Um, because this is very good. Uh, otoroshi just literally just means scary in Japanese. Oh, damn. And what it is, is a rare and mysterious creature that resembled It resembles a hunched monster that is covered in a messy mane, has blue or red skin, and has large tusks. It is a master of disguise and only appears when it wants to. The otoroshi is often sighted perching on tops of roofs and temple gates. It will often pounce on anyone who has a wicked soul, where it will tear them to shreds and eat their remains outside of their usual food of small birds. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Despite their frightful appearances, the otoroshi is loyal to the guardian deities.
1: Uh...
0: (laughs) So, if you're an asshole, it's going to eat you instead of weird birds.
1: Don't get that wicked soul in this guy. So that's good, I Yikes. guess.
0: Yeah. Get your wicked soul out of here or you will be eaten.
1: Um it's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't I can't have another small bird. I just filled up on a wicked soul." Someone someone's <laughs> remains this morning. Um Speaking of weird Jim Tech-y ice, yep. tell me about the Thimble Rig. The Thimble Rig is a two-cost, I guess it's a cup game? Is that what we're seeing I here? I think so. I think it's a cup game. Two cost, zero strength cogate, one influence. When your turn begins or whenever the runner passes Thimble, or sorry, whenever the runner passes Thimble Rig, you may swap Thimble Rig with another installed piece of ice. One sub is end the run.
0: Yeah, and Thimble Rig is a uh, like old-timey euphemism for the the shell game the shell game okay uh, i assume it's probably because like the whole idea was, was like, whoop, whoop. either that or you like you might be able to like hide the the actual p like in a thimble somehow or something and you've rigged the game with yeah even the, the game point you. Like, yeah, anyway. right um,
1: so we have ice that zips around wherever it really wants to yeah
0: but like as as a marrying of theme and mechanic the fact that you're just like shifting it yeah. around the table yeah. is so good. That's that's super so cool. Good. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, e-
1: even when the runners break and stuff like that, the ice still activates and you can still slide it around and put it somewhere else.
0: Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's when your turn begins. So it's not just like, cause when the runner passes this, okay, well there's nothing you can do. Yeah. I mean, you could like put this underneath. That's not going to help you. Right. But you can swap something else. Mean further down. Sure. And then you're protected for future turns or whatever, but the fact that you can just keep moving it around at the start of your turn, that's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, again, that's like I don't know exactly what deck you put it in. <laughs> but in terms of like it is, it is cute, cheap gear check that Yeah. I guess. But... Yeah. Kind of sorta. Um Yeah, and the fact that it does end the run is, you know, for just two res. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, and this whole zero strength, it's like, okay, well, that's effectively the same as you know, parasite's not really a thing anymore. Yep, obviously. So it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, two credits for a gear check code gate, like, because also, um, quandary
1: rotated too, right? Oh, that's right. So
0: this might be actually the cheapest and the run code, code gate. gate in the game. I guess. Game? I guess they
1: thought. I guess they saw quandary being a little bit too strong. Yeah, to is that so. true? I think that might be true. Maybe, I think this yeah. might be the cheapest and the run code gate in the game, unless they. Revise core at quandary or something i don't
0: think so yeah i haven't so. seen
1: quandary in a deck in a long time that's right yeah
0: yeah so that's actually like pretty cool um even if you just want to move it out, like after you know you put this on a central initially so they can break it and then eventually they get their breaker it's like okay well you can flop this onto a remote to like make it you know trashing your beekeeper lady or whatever like an extra three credits well, wouldn't then you move your dna tracker that you put on the remote that they didn't run earlier back <laughs> onto Central. Yeah. it's like okay that's kind of like actually is a manipulating your board take i think especially in uh empty where you're like installing ice at weird times anyway
1: right this I, could be kind of cool i do like the idea of op- like lifting a cup and seeing a dna tracker like just moving that power uh, around the board yeah. is pretty yeah. insane what's
0: up what's under this shell <laughs> oh, <laughs> <my> <laughs> DNA, ow. Yeah,
1: it's quite good um Hangaki. Hangaki is uh, what is a zero-cost reprisal, Grey Ops. It sure is. Which means you play only if the runner trashed a corp card during his or her last turn. Yep. These are great cards. Um, and it says, choose an installed corp card. The runner may access that card if, she or, if he or she does remove Hengeki from the game instead of trashing it. Otherwise... Add Hangeki to the runner's score area has an agenda with negative one agenda point. Yeah. Pretty cool. And it looks like it's some kind of like, like bad acupuncture.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, Hangeki is just the Japanese word for counter attack.
1: Oh, okay. Which great.
0: is that tracks. Okay, um great. Yeah, so it's like, you know, again, you need to have stuff on the board that is not good for the runner to access. Sure, But if they do, then this is a great exchange for any, you know, for any game you're trying to, out longer or you're setting you're like feeding points to set up a big philotic hit
1: out of out of a, a personal
0: evolution or something like that
1: um yeah with these cards i've always seen that you run to the problem of like okay a lot of setup sure and then when you do it the choice isn't even really there because it's yeah. like it's like it's like it's like it's a so it's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a sophie's choice or what it's like it's like a rhetorical choice you're like yeah do you want to end the game now or take this as negative one right that's kind of what because the, they're matter. like oh
0: I mean, like, you know, if if you force them to access a psychic field and they go, "Okay, fine, I'll take it. Lose the side game and you go "Uh, early MP. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, So it ends up being usually it just translates into negative one agenda points, but zero cost operation to give the runner negative one agenda points, especially for any game that's looking to kind of run out the clock on the runner, which I think is a lot more feasible than it is in. Some other decks that have that negative one agenda point thing, right? Where you're like, okay, I'm just playing pu. I just want to get rid of all your cards before you have enough points to score, and then you just won't be able to play the game anymore. Sure, yeah. Um, so this just like this is a thing that prolongs the game. Not bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, especially with pu, you're probably going to have gross stuff you've left on the board that the runner didn't check earlier. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, it feels like it might be a good inclusion. It can maybe? just like
1: that, that, that obvious Junebug is obvious and it hangs around for the whole game. Yeah. And then it all of a sudden is like, oh, crap. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, the uh,
0: the last Jintegi card in this pack these super cool dolls. Super good old Daruma. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an upgrade one to res, to trash. When the runner approaches this server, you may trash Daruma. If you do swap a card installed in this server, with either another card installed in a server or with an agenda, asset, or upgrade from HQ. So, this is when the runner approaches. So they still have the opportunity to jack out at this point. right? Um, but, I mean, as a defensive upgrade, it's actually kind of interesting in the sense that, like, if you're playing, especially if you're going with, like, um, uh, Ag Infusion or something where the whole idea is, like, you're pulling the runner through this expensive server as many times as possible, and you're, like, bleeding them out just on clicks. They're just not going to have enough. If like, on your last click, you're like, okay, I'm moving the agenda that was in here. Uh, I'm moving it to another right. server. Or, like, you hit the Excalibur, so you're like, okay, cool. I'm and moving my agenda safely somewhere else, and I'm just going to leave it on the board. It's like, do you want to access what's in here? You can. Right. It's, right. it's just some other random asset or something. Um. And then they take the hit. Yeah. And, of course, if they don't know what it is, and that's the whole guessing game of, like, Okay, well, do they access the thing that's in the server anyway? Uh, the fact that you know it kind of can essentially tax the runner another click
1: mm-hmm. is
0: not bad. It's not bad for one, and it's quite cheap.
1: Yeah, definitely, it's quite yeah. cheap. Um, also, do you know how these dolls work? Yeah. Uh, so, so you paint one eye, right? One you make... of
0: your one of your coworkers. Okay, Mr. Jason Dreger. Okay, who is the uh, who is the other primary designer on Mark of the Ninja? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I left Clay? Yeah, he gave me one of these. Okay. So Daruma was a Japanese monk. And in typical old-timey fashion, uh, he wanted to meditate for like seven years without sleeping or something. Right. Supposedly what he did was he just cut off one of his eyelids. Oh, wow. So he couldn't ever close his eye to sleep. So he always had one eye open. So he always had one eye open, supposedly. Okay. Um. So what, with these dolls, what you do is... Whenever you get one, you think of some like big endeavor that you're going to try to complete or whatever. You fill in one eye Mm -hmm. when you begin that endeavor. And then when that endeavor is completed, you fill in the other one. That's right. So as you're going through the process of like working on this huge thing or whatever, like whenever you look at your Daruma, you (laughs) kind of like, you remember that you've got this thing that you haven't finished yet, that you're still working on it. It's very Japanese. That is um, very Japanese. That you're still working on it, that you haven't completed this thing yet. And I think that what you're supposed to do, once you've filled in completed whatever your like thing you wanted to accomplish was, you fill in both the eyes, then I think there's like one day a year where you take all your completed Daruma somewhere and then you just like burn all of them. <laughs> wow. I think. Okay. I think. Um, anyway i started mine i filled in the first eye we started working on firewatch oh and then on february 17th 2016 the end of the game shipped i filled in the other eye great and i was quite pleased with myself awesome so thank you very much jason (laughs) very Uh, cool yeah it's it's like just a cool little symbolic thing that's like it's actually a nice little ritual that i really like
1: yeah very cool
0: we got a new nbn identity man
1: this looks this looks so old school i love the look of this oh yeah it's super cool oh yeah this is a Acme Consulting. The truth you need. Uh, it's a subs- subsidiary uh, from NBN, 4515. The runner is considered to have one additional tag, even if they have zero, during encounters with the outermost piece of ice protecting any server. Yeah. So that means that as on the approach, he that's right he or she will have just one tag, additional yep. tag. Okay. So
0: all the various pieces of ice where it's like, and the run if the runner is tagged, blah, blah, blah. Data ward, pachinko ip block etc etc wow universal connectivity fee gets hilarious remember where it's like <laughs> oh, the runner must damn. i think it's that like they're not tagged the runner loses a credit or they have to pay credit to avoid a tag or something and then if the runner is tagged Blow. they lose all their credits yeah, yeah yeah they just lose all of their money <laughs> yeah. um so that's pretty f- i think a lot of people are going to forget what that piece of ice does and then have their bank accounts wiped uh yeah otherwise it's like you know Kind of the only thing it really gives you is, I mean, I guess I don't actually know how this would can, work can, 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 can because it, mm-hmm. like, can you use that can, can, virtual additional tag to, to like Keegan Lane? Yeah,
1: Keegan Lane something or?
0: I mean, I guess so.
1: He's considered to have one additional tag even if they have zero. So during the encounter, yeah, you Keegan Lane and- I think so. And then
0: that additional tag is gone <laughs> yeah. for like future things down the pot, I guess. Sure, I guess so. That Crazy. seems to make sense. Okay, okay. Yeah. So that's also kind of interesting, but it feels like Ice plus Keegan Lane is kind of all you get out of this. <laughs> yeah. Which is not bad. <laughs> sure. But NBN has some really good
1: identities. That's right. So I know. like,
0: would I ever take this over as Mari Edtech? Tech?
1: Hmm. Jeez, I, don't, I don't really know.
0: Because NBN also has lots of really good Ice, right? So it's kind of like <laughs> I know. this, this ID ability or just... A data raven in front of the other thing you care about, uh, hmm.
1: right? <laughs> while while you're using a better ID, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Okay. Uh. Well, what 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 agenda did Acme Consulting bring to the? Uh... They got
0: breaking news the second.
1: Yes, the the much more <laughs> as Trepano is to
0: parasite. Fly on the wall is to breaking news. That's right. Fly on the wall is a three-one. Uh, when you score, fly on the wall, give the runner one tag. Okay. Okay. And that's it. But obviously, you know, the fact that you can pull some shenanigans to, like, put it down naked with the calibration testing, and then you score it, leaving the runner with one click, leaving yourself with one click left, and then you go, ah, oh, now you're tagged. Exchange of information. Yeah, I'm going to take that. You can have this fly on the wall, and I will take my GFI back, or right. whatever. Yeah. It sets up those tagging shenanigans, but since it's a 3-1, and it's only one tag, it's far less gross. Yes. Than all the stuff you could get
1: back out in the day breaking news <laughs> that's right um so this is like
0: a kind of interesting balance thing that you have to be aware of
1: yeah it, but but did i it, think it's really cool yeah did it, but it almost balanced its way out of like play because it's like yeah right still one tag is you're, you're uh you're you're never sad with that it just
0: enables a lot of stuff and then if you can do that when the runner has one click left i mean when you have one click left to do stuff to the runner yeah whoo then, then then good then you stuff. Have business.
1: Um, uh, what about the SIU? The SIU is a unique asset. It costs three, one to trash. When your turn begins, you may trash SIU to trace three. If successful, give the runner one one tag. What's so special about the Special Investigations Unit? Their budget, for starters. So, this is, like, another, like, way to get, get that tag on the guy before, like, before you, uh even start your turn you you have three clicks to ruin this runner's day i mean it's
0: c source but as an asset instead of as an operation that doesn't require a run right right? because c source is two to play it's a trace three this is three to play it's a trace three otherwise yeah but this this you
1: need to it needs to live for a turn right that's that's kind of the big thing yeah exactly uh but as a way to like if if
0: you know the runner is like pretty tempo hit or they just they're just recovering from you get in with a hard-hitting news or whatever, yeah, and you go from oh, okay, special forces. I'm gonna put this in too, special investigations. Um, so it's like, okay, well, you, now you spent your whole turn clearing clicks and going bankrupt, getting rid of these hard-hitting news tags. Uh Now do another trace three. Oh, you're still tagged, huh? Uh, exchange of information.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So that's more Smart- interesting.
1: Ac- a- a- Acme's like the Wayland of
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, you know it's sort of, like but there's like... like this SIU in Ctm. Where you're definitely like damned if you do, damned if oh, you don't. Oh
1: yeah, trashing it or just oh my yeah gosh.
0: is interesting. Oh my um, gosh. Uh, they also got some perverted ice.
1: <laughs> the peeping tom. What does this one do, Nels? It is a four-two res
0: four strength code gate. Uh, it is three influence, and when the runner encounters peeping tom, name a card type, then reveal all cards in the grip. Peeping tom gains in the run unless the runner takes one tag. For each revealed card of the named type, and it just has a picture of like the most lascivious cat you could possibly imagine. I mean, I guess that's going literal. And again, it's from Liga. Bless. Uh, like a very literal, just, just dirty tomcat. Just, just creeping. Just max creeping. Um, and this, this cat is just. Filthy, <laughs> uh, yeah, but like it, as a thing that gives you information, but can also kind of be a pain in the ass to deal with. Sure, that's pretty good, mm-hmm. right? Like you know, you can you can guess wrong, and then uh the runner just walks through the ice. <laughs> um But you know, there's only four card types the runner has, yep. right? And hardware is and, generally quite uncommon.
1: Yep. And they want and they, they want to keep their hand pretty full, F- four cards, something like that.
0: Yeah. Um, so it's like and then you know if you have like and once you know what the runner has like if you're comboing this with um salem's hospitality or whatever that can be vicious or you just have that bit of information where you know it's like okay how much what am i scoring windows right yeah and it's like oh you don't have any breakers okay i can just put one more etr in front of this remote and then go for it mm-hmm. um that's a useful piece of information yeah like,
1: crazy yeah also has the has the same power rating as uh, our beta Raven friend yeah which is kind of interesting
0: now, tell Oof. me about tell me about something bigger woof lo- I
1: love the art on this one again Leah just killed him to the set
0: all the cyberspace art mm. crazy mm.
1: okay so this is Hydra a res, six strength century AP uh the first sub is do three net damage if the runner is tagged otherwise give the runner one tag the next sub is gain five if the runner is tagged; otherwise, give the runner one tag. The last is end the run if the runner is tagged; otherwise, give the runner one tag for influence. Yeah. This is a, this is this is Acme's big boy. This yeah. Is so a- as
0: as the outermost piece of ice on an Acme server, face checking this thing sucks. <laughs> like as long as you can pay to res it, you're going to get half your money back. Yep. And then you're also going to deal three net damage and in the run woof
1: Wow, <laughs> that is so crazy so like if you have the brute force you basically got like a neural katana with gear check yeah a guarantee yeah that's
0: but if it's not out of acme then the face check is less bad where you just you get five of your credits back and the runner ends tagged that's right yeah right which is like less still a, still in still not a not a vicious still a, like a not great face check but nowhere near as bad as the acme or data raven into this version where, oh, oh, that's real bad. <laughs> that, that's
1: real bad. Uh, what is next? The next is eavesdrop. It's a one-cost Grey Ops condition. Uh, and it's great. It's just got the head the headphones on. The flavor is, no, the audio is fine. It just never seems to turn off. I really like that. I think we can all relate to, <laughs> to yeah, that correct. thing. Install eavesdrop on a piece of ice as a hosted condition counter with the text, whenever the runner encounters host ice, trace three, if successful, give the runner one tag. This is in encounter. It turns into like a mini raven.
0: Yeah, almost. basically. Um, I mean, the whole like host this as a condition counter piece of ice thing. Has it's never really it's been. Never really landed. Great. Like
1: like like, like wet works. Remember the bio? Yeah. Like, oh, it's gonna have another brain damage subroutine or whatever. It's like I mean, eh.
0: this one is at least like an on encounter yeah, thing, which is great. Which makes it you know it's gonna be potent even if the runner can easily break this piece of ice or whatever. Uh huh. Um, still not incredible yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah it is cheap though it that, is cheap that one in turning That's into a trace three not bad not bad yeah uh what that now as of all this sneaking around and checking out uh doesn't work what what can you do to the runner oh <laughs> we just adjust their attitude oh great okay for That's... two credits
0: <laughs> for two uh, credits to influence uh what you do is you draw two cards you reveal up to two agendas in HQ and/or archives, then you gain two credits for each of those agendas revealed. Then shuffle those agendas into R and D. So weird Jackson Howard effect, kind of that gets you paid, <laughs> yeah. which is not bad. Like either you get your money back or you actually make two bucks. Yep, um, you're more likely to do that because you just drew a bunch of cards. And now you've gotten, you know, some flood out of your grip, out of sure. your HQ. Sure. Um, this versus Special Report, like, definitely I've, I've used Special Report as just like an anti-flood card before. Yep. Um, this is the better version of that for sure. Uh, and if you just, if you want those agendas just to score them, that's what Fast Track is for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, as a flood countermeasure thing... It's actually pretty good. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting. Hmm. Um, tell me, Jesse, about the most uh, egregious reference maybe in this entire game.
1: <laughs> you get to help me out now.
0: Oh, okay. So, <laughs> sure.
1: So this is Arella Salvatore. Uh, Ariella Salvatore. Ariella Salvatore? You're going to have to take this one for me. R.A. R. A. Salvatore. Salvador. Okay, got it. The,
0: the creator <laughs> of Drist Do Erden. Right, right. The dark elf dual scimitar wielding ranger with his Black Panther companion. Idol of many a dork team, <laughs> including myself. <laughs> um, Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> they thought it was important to pay homage to that dude in the final set of netrunner cards that's fine it is kind of hilarious that the lady even sort of looks like bob salvatore oh great um which is not bad uh it's a choice that was made for sure um Tell me what... Uh, however, the effect is actually quite good.
1: Right. Tell me what this thing does. As a two-cost upgrade, SysOp went uh, five to trash, three influence. Whenever an agenda is scored from this server, you may install a card from HQ, ignoring all costs, and place one advancement token on it. Cheers, Filbert. So... S- okay. So, paint me, me a picture here. I'm running into this server. I scored, what? Maybe... Like a, the the bug flying a wall, sure, sure. Um, you can
0: slam any other. You can slam another agenda in right after it, uh, put advancement on it, so you can get ready to
1: score a four two next turn from from the same super server from the you've same been...
0: server. Yep. Uh, you can biotic it to score a five three next turn, or calibration testing to score a five three or whatever. Um, but it's just like you just install a card. So it's like if you have advanceable ice, you can just install a piece of ice for free and put an advancement token on it oh wow yeah yeah right Ignoring so it's costs. like right. it doesn't say you install a card into this server it's just literally you install a card from hq period yep um so it's the kind of thing where even if you know you're like you're like okay crap i can either score the agenda this turn or defend r&d oh i really want to i i like i gotta get this thing scored but also i'm gonna lose that r&d next turn maybe but with this you can score and still put a piece of ice on r&d right um yeah, it it gets you set up for an NGO front, which is nice. <laughs> right. Uh like it's as like a weird fast advance is not bad. Yeah, it's really cheap too, which is yeah. pretty great. That's fine to trash, right? Yeah. Um yeah, it's uh it's cool. I mean you can Nisei straight into another Nisei. you're ready to go again. <laughs> right? Yeah um because the thing is like chaining, you know, five threes is or uh four twos is pretty hard. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, okay, you gotta install advanced ones, do something, next turn, advance, 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 score. Install advanced one. So it's like with this, you can just like score it into ready to score right away. Right. Um three influences a lot, but like in a Nisei deck where you just want to blitz out Niseis as quickly as possible, maybe not bad. Yeah. Yikes. Right? Because you could like, you know, if you're gonna score your Nisei as well, like you can fast track first to get it in your grip yeah score score install this and then right like you got a lot of options that are
1: all interesting yeah um yeah, yeah i don't that's, know it's cool that is super cool uh it's like a tiny astro train like a kind of almost, sort of like but a way less way. busted yeah yeah yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Cool. Like it's, it, it, seems, it seems like there's some fairness there which is cool yeah uh okay finally finally the last faction the last the last faction the last the last new corporate id yeah is the outfit nels and what do they do they're family owned and operated great uh you they 4515 they
0: gain 3 credits whenever they take at least one bad publicity damn we do things our way <laughs> yeah, that, because it's just the goddamn mob that's right it's just actually it, the it's mob it's just the mob there's, yep. no,
1: there's nothing <laughs> just actually the mob damn, so uh, like there is ways to get in bad pub for for uh, wayland yeah so. so guess what your hostile takeovers are
0: really good now. Wow.
1: Yeah, that's like ten a, credits. Ten credits for t- yeah <laughs> makes Grendel cry. Oh, Grendel. Right, like
0: Grendel starts with one bad pub and got five bonus, bonus <laughs> credits. This you get three credits for every single bad pub they, every time you get. They a bad shouldn't pub. have been wrecking the earth. They should have just been the mob. Yeah,
1: yeah clearly
0: <laughs> money ain't in tsunamis. It's in shaking people down for protection money or whatever.
1: That's right. Um, with. <laughs> With with classic hits such as Broad Daylight, this yep. this card is great. It's just a dude, t- like tied to a pole with a red X on his chest, yep, beaten to a pulp. Yep, it's a four 2 security agenda. When you score security, uh, security. when you score Broad Daylight, you may take one bad publicity. Well, why wouldn't you? It's why a goddamn mob. <laughs> Place one agenda counter on Broad Daylight for each bad publicity you have. Click, host the agenda counter, do two meat damage, use this ability once per turn. Yep. <laughs> so this is like, uh, what was that old 4-2? The private sec- security? Private security force. Sure. Very difficult of? to use. Very difficult to use. Yeah. Click the deal one, but it was very yeah. powerful once you got there. This totally. is kind of like, you load up and you get the goons out and you can start beating on that runner mm-hmm. pretty hard.
0: I mean, the fact that like when you score it, you know, you're getting three creds back from the outfit. Yep. And you can kind of use this as a tempo hit, sort of, where, you know, if you're trying to keep them off because of all that crazy 5-3 public uh, construction, public what, what the public agenda where, for every, public works project. Right. For, you know, the more counters it has, the more damage it takes, so you can just be like, okay, it's going to be hard for you to steal this. Right. Um, or even just, you know, like, you know, if you're playing Scorp, you can use this to knock some stuff out of their grip, and then, oh, that actually gets removed from the game now. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah it's uh and also like after this going is after two hostile takeovers that is going to give you three of these counters yeah just, like not bad
0: that's it's not bad at of all of course a
1: lot of bad publicity but the runner's gonna be yeah, taking...
0: they're not gonna be they're gonna be it's, they're gonna be paying to get into your servers but they're gonna be needing to drop cards yep because they're gonna and be, gonna be taken... packing snares so you're like okay here <laughs> lose some damage they're like okay whatever i'll just r&d deep dig for free because then your ice costs anything oh i only had two <laughs> cards and now i'm dead yeah, just
1: straight up thumping. oh just thumping on those runners. well
0: that sucks <laughs> um yeah, Uh
1: tell me about Dredgework. Dredgework is a two-cost uh, asset, three to trash. Place three power counters on Dredgework when it's rezzed. When there are no power counters left on Dredgework, trash it. Click hosted power counter, reveal an agenda in HQ or archives, gain credits equal to its agenda points, then shuffle it into R&D. Huh, okay.
0: Yeah, Another weird pseudo-Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, like, yeah. A neat,
1: like again, this is, like, always the, the Tempo's getting some money back. back. So, Jackson first came out, of course. Very, very fun card. Yeah. Very, very good to play. Uh, way power. The power level on that card is out of control. Mm-hmm. This feels like it's dialed back and themed in each little corporation. Totally. Which is super cool. Yeah,
0: and the fact of this, you can install it, res it, and then just use it right away.
1: Yeah. Um, which
0: is pretty cool, you know, and you can just use it two more times yeah right and Um, and and get getting made with you're getting paid yeah and the fact that it's like in hq or archives and unlike some of the other stuff where it's like drop a bunch of cards then you can put some stuff back or whatever this is just like get stuff out of there get paid yep right and if it's the kind of thing where you're just again trying to run down the clock on the runner or whatever or you're like you know you're playing kind of late game you're getting a bunch of like big ice advanced or something Mm -hmm. so you don't want to see those agendas early uh, cool.
1: Yeah. Dredge work. Get a lot your more, friend. a lot more like straightforward as, as, as you do with Wayland. Yeah, correct. Now let's talk about this crazy piece of ice they got. They got blockchain. Okay. So I
0: think I finally figured out what blockchain is for.
1: Uh, like the use of this or like in real life, in real life. Okay. Cause
0: every time I swear to God, every time I think I know what blockchain is, I see some, some person hawking blockchain for X yep. in a way that is completely incompatible with, with, with my previous thought. understanding of blockchain. Okay. I swear to God, next is going to be like, blockchain for pet food. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know what blockchain is. Right. I thought I did, but now I don't know. <laughs> but now I know what it is. It's a, a Netrunner card. That's what it's <laughs> that, for. What it's for playing in Netrunner. It's, it's for playing in building a better world. And that's what it's for. That's it. Um, so it is a seven to res, four strength barrier. Uh, for influence. But what it does is blockchain gains, the corp gains one credit, and the runner loses one credit before all of its other subroutines for every two face-up transaction operations in archives. And then it has one permanently stamped. Mm-hmm. The corp gains one, and the runner loses one. And then in the run. Oof. So, yeah, you're building a better world. You're putting a bunch of transactions in the bin. and blockchain just gets huge. Yeah, Yikes.
1: I, I guess, it's and you by, it's can't like, even
0: really ignore it because then the corpse just get like corpse getting paid.
1: Yeah, and you're getting drained. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's funny because this doesn't work too well with Stinson. So I guess Stinson's more in is, is against blockchain.
0: Yeah, <laughs> correct, right. correct. Stinson's putting Barney out of business.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Brian, Barney's the one from the show. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's like not bad money, mm-hmm. especially if you can pay to res it. And, that you, costs- and you can potentially get like three or four credits back. Yeah. That's pretty good.
1: That res cost is crazy, though. But again, to res that cost, you know you're going to have two or three transactions in the bin anyways. Exactly. Cool stuff. Tell
0: me about Formicary.
1: Formicary are two two res two strength Sentry AP. When the runner approaches a server, you may res Formicary. If you do move it to the innermost position of that server, the runner is now encountering it and the run unless the runner suffers two net damage, a place of decay and death. A planet of phase. A place of monsters. Liga going a bit of abstract with like a dead sea serpent thing. Is that picture upside down or did they just want to look like a dead sea serpent? I don't know. I think it's a slashed up sea serpent. What a formicary is,
0: it's an ant colony. Oh. Especially an artificial one that's built for lab purposes. But you can also use this to refer to ant colonies in the wild. Um, Because I think formia is the Latin for ants. Okay. I think. I remember that because there's a D&D monster called a Formian, and it looks like a big ant thing. Okay, okay. Um, I remember those,
1: yeah. Yeah. So this is... This this is because it zips over to where you want it to. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, it's when the runner approaches a
0: server, so it's any server, and then you move this to the innermost position on that server, and then the runner skips all the other ice and just comes straight to this. Yeah. So obviously you don't want to, like, be slipping this behind a bunch of your taxing ice (laughs) no but you can use this to just like approaches a server right so you can kind of get an empty esque effect out of it where they can just be approaching a server that only has an asset in it and you go oh hey actually
1: yeah Yeah.
0: so it's kind of like wayland can get an empty esque effect but only for this one piece of ice yeah and the fact that it does net damage is like huh yeah, this is some Ginteki collab, yeah. business for sure. They,
1: they, they, and and they, and they kept the cost down, so they really got a lot of uh, R and D done on this card. Here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what we got now, though, Nels, with this big operation, what's this one called?
0: Building blocks. Okay. is Five to play operation. You reveal a barrier from HQ. You install and res it, ignoring all costs. So this, weirdly, is incredible blue sun support. Oh yeah!
1: Wow! Right? Totally.
0: Because like with Blue Sun, you're probably going to be hard resin stuff, and you're not going to be surprised. Is not Blue Sun choice. done though? They haven't rotated. Oh, okay. Because they're lunar. Oh lunar! Right. Yeah. Awesome. So awesome. They're still around, but it's like the thing that rotated out was Oversight AI. Yeah. <laughs> Which so was, effectively, okay. <laughs> effectively Blue Sun rotate. Although apparently at Euros, it was actually a pretty high placing Blue Sun deck.
1: Hey, great. Yeah.
0: Uh, but with this, you know, you can use this to like I, install and res a Chiyashi. Yep. And you get your money back next turn and you're like okay now where'd the Shiyashi go <laughs> uh, like with the big ugly barriers that wayland has and there are enough now between Chiashi and Tith- tithonium and a few others you can technically use this to rez an orion and then get 10 credits back when you pull it back up yeah sure. um not too shabby for yeah. blue sun i don't know about anybody else but for blue sun not too shabby
1: yeah uh, we, we, we now have a card that's basically just a hostile takeover without the point, and that is called Too Big to Fail. Yep. So it's even better than hostile takeover, actually, yep. you don't even need to... to, to pay so, to.
0: and in classic Wayland fashion, <laughs> we got Kickback
1: Douche. Kickback Douche with a cigar... <laughs> Which is good. ...and, like, a scotch. It's or something. Or something. Future scotch. Future scotch. <laughs> yep. Actually, they, they probably make really good scotch in, like, eight seconds instead of probably. 24 years. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Play only if you have fewer than zero ten, which is you know so, sorry. Play only if you have fewer than ten credits. At zero to play. At zero to play. Yeah. Yes, that's Four influence gain seven and take one bad publicity. This is blackmail. No, this is extortion, and it costs five to trash.
0: Yeah, so it is trashable, but for big money. That's a lot of money to um, trash this. Yeah, so out of the outfit, it's just ten credits.
1: <laughs> for zero from
0: zero <laughs> oh. from four zero from less than ten. So you can go from nine, nine to nineteen, 19 one in click. one click. Yeah, uh, play it again. Oh, I guess you can't play it again. Um, but you can go from nine to 19, followed up with you know, then you can hedge fund to come up from zero or whatever, or another big operation. And then you hit them with hard hitting news for the last click, yeah. Right? And the runner's like, Okay, well, the corporate only has six credits, I've got 10, so I don't have to worry about hard hitting news. And they go, Actually, too big, too big, <laughs> too to, big, big to fail, fail. economic <laughs> warfare, hard hitting news. And you go,
1: Shit. Oh, geez, wow, wow, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's good in the outfit i like how this next card you're gonna tell us about is like literal not not the 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 metaphor people use it under the bus oh so like you know when you like you know betray somebody
0: yeah exactly (laughs) uh by throwing their body in Uh, front of a bus
1: okay no that's not what i was Uh, thinking i I feel like (laughs)
0: however that as an operation still counts as a gray ops yeah wasn't it was an accident wasn't on purpose (laughs) the driver was tired uh Play only if the runner accessed at least one card during his or her last turn. Just accessed? Just accessed. Just accessed. Uh, Trash one connection resource and take one bad publicity. Cost one.
1: Yep. It's getting cheaper and cheaper to throw people yep. under the bus here.
0: So it's like, if they were, you know, if you were trying to have, if, you're, if your setup is like, I'm going to get a bunch of money and as soon as you steal something from me, I'm going to punitive you. And they're like, I'm going to play around that with Film Critic. And you go, Nope. <laughs> no you're not <laughs> The film critics like that movie was terrible Blah. um it's just like it's like the end of mean girls George just gets obliterated by that bus uh bet you bet you weren't expecting a mean girls reference on this podcast listeners enjoy that we're going out on top um yeah it's uh you know if you got connections you hate and there are some connections that are really mean it gets rid of them. Because the writer's going to be accessing yeah. cards. Because you definitely don't need to worry about... Because, like, certainly Wayland in the past would splash for an MCA informant or something, right? Sure. Just to get rid of film critics or whatever. this is like, uh... <laughs> we got our own. Uh, finally. Yep. Tell me about the lady herself. We have Lady Liberty. Of Which course. is kind this of... So, so, this is in Chilo. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Okay. Right? Which is Chicago, Chicago. to St. Louis. Yep. Uh, is this implying... That they like either made another Lady Liberty or just moved her to one of the Great Lakes,
1: <laughs> right? Like this is this is a little bit weird because it looks like there's like they've they fortified her, right? Yeah. Also the, that which is um,
0: also seems apropos in the climate of the, of the America right now. <laughs> um, but it, yeah. Is it like did they move her from New York Harbor or is it is is this just is a it shot just from, a from another Harbor? one? I mean, like, maybe it's just supposed to be like, oh, this is mostly Chilo, except this one statue from New York. But that seems like a little bit weird. Hmm. Maybe, though. But, or maybe, maybe Lady Liberty has taken up residence in Lake Michigan. Maybe.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, tell me what
0: Lady Liberty does.
1: We had another ritzy region, which is cool, because we had all those ritzy regions that, they cost tons of clicks and do something crazy. Yeah, basically. Uh, when your turn begins, place one power counter on Lady Liberty. Click, click, click. Add an agenda from HQ to your score area worth agenda points equal to the exact number of hosted power counters. Limit one region per server. Limit one per deck. Yep. So I guess there's only one Lady Liberty, so let's solve that with the game's ruling.
0: Oh, it's true. (laughs) Okay, so they just moved her over to Lake Michigan. (laughs) Or we took a little detour over into New York. I'm not sure which.
1: Yeah, four to Trash and five to Res. So, um, once you protect it, if you let it take for a couple of turns. You're just s- s- scoring for no money and just boom. yeah. Yeah. So the
0: thing is, those power counters don't come off,
1: right? You just no. Oh no, that's right. They just. But it is
0: equal to the exact number of hosted power counters,
1: right? So you once. So once you go to four, you're you're uh, three. Yeah. It Doesn't work. Yeah. You can, but then that's why you've probably brought a vanity project. Vanity projects. projects. <laughs> yeah. Because, hey, uh, if you're moving the fucking Statue of Liberty around, that's a vanity, that's project, a vanity project, for <laughs> sure.
0: Yeah. So it's weird, right? Because you can, like, get this, res it, and you can score, like, a one pointer. If the runner can't get in, you have to get another that, one. Again, though, but, that, is,
1: that is spending a whole turn getting that one point. Yeah.
0: But then next turn, you can get a two pointer. Then you can get a three pointer. And then you, hopefully you won at that point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because if not, you mess something up. Um, but if you're, in a, you know, you can't like over advance to get like Atlas tokens or anything, which is a bummer. Um, Yeah. It's interesting. But the fact that like, you don't need to do anything to get something useful to happen is kind of cool. You know, if you've, if you have biotic labor and fast track, Oh, this is so combo, you know, you like biotic labor, fast track, the thing you want into your HQ and then after three clicks left to score it, sure. Whatever the appropriate number of power counters is. Yeah what, a, what a, it's, yeah it's it's a weird egg it is definitely weird because like once it gets past like three or four counters it's that's not, not useful anymore unless you let it ride all the way up the government takeover territory <laughs> yeah maybe
1: <laughs> so I guess that could be the case like maybe the rounds like oh well no nothing's worth that many power. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what <laughs> yeah uh, so it's
1: weird yeah and that's yeah. uh and that is rain. And Reveries. Corpsides Really yeah. cool. Um I like that there's some a uh, lot of neat Jackson shout outs per faction. There's a lot of Yeah, that. that's very cool. Yeah. Um and the fact that each faction definitely
0: had like its particular like area of influence sure. or area of focus rather. Which yeah, is, like which we is got cool.
1: we, we got like remember they they try to mess around with bad pub back mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, you're kinda gotten it. This is like okay, okay, we we're just gonna go all in. We whatever. kinda turn it to eleven and kinda just yeah, made yeah. it really severe. Like, yeah. So
0: cool stuff. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Mm. Um uh so we'll be back you know we've been having a little bit of trouble with the website uh we'll get that all figured out by yeah. the time the next episode goes up and should be smooth sailing no problems no weirdness um if folks have any questions in the interim for us as always you can just hit us up on twitter at term seven or send us an email terminal stuff on idle um
1: big thanks to gordon mclattery yes uh, recently uh out is very cool smarter every day with the vortexes
0: oh yeah
1: oh, so cool Gord has original song in there and it's Beautiful. It's real good. Beautiful. And real weird. Yeah, this is a YouTube series. Just look for Smarter Everyday. Yeah.
0: I think the current featured episode is the Vortex one. Mm-hmm. And was, could be
1: I think they just did one about lawnmowers. Yeah. Well, the more, it's it's real know, good. Very good stuff. It's
0: real good. Um yeah, uh you know, even after we wrap up uh the runner stuff for Rain Reverie, we're still we still got we still have a little bit of a a finale. Yeah. As a little bit of a Viking funeral. <laughs> That's right. As as uh, the good old Netrunner sails over the horizon. That's right. Um, we still got some games, big games coming up too. The uh, the BC Netrunner regionals mm-hmm. are two weeks from now Whew. in Victoria on July the 14th. Okay. Um, folks should come. I forget the name of the place that it's at, but it should be easy to find. You just look on Facebook or the internet for BC Netrunner regionals. That's right. Um, but if you can't find it, send us an email. We'll tell you because if you're nearby, you should come. Mm-hmm. are you are you able to make it i think i'll be able to make it i yeah. think so yeah. i should be able to be there too great yeah, yeah it should be real good go on the island have a little have a little day trip that's right yeah. oh, yeah. i've been to the island in actually years oh great okay yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't think much has changed but i don't think so i think it's still an island uh yeah it's gonna be real good uh and then as always give us your thoughts feedback whatever uh terminal 7 and idle thumbs.net or mm-hmm. twitter at term 7 um and finally mm-hmm. for 80 good episodes that's right thank you very much to mr ed harrison for letting us use his track 10 soldiers from the neo tokyo ost you can grab that at ed
1: It's bad, but whatever. Um... <laughs>